Pour yourself a pint, cosy up, and get ready for another episode of Beer, Bros, and BS. This is Jay Muse. This is Eddie McClintock. Warehouse 13. Hey, this is Brian Holler. This is Brett Dahl. Hey, this is Eddie Trunk, and you're listening to Beer Bros and BS. Beers, Bros, BS. Beer Bros and BS. Beer Bros and BS. You should be listening to Beer Bros and BS every day. Every minute for the rest of your lives. Snooch to the nooch! <laughs> Welcome to episode 122 of Beer Rose and BS. I'm Dave, the Big Librarian. I thought you were Santa Claus. Who says I'm not? It's a very good uh, observation. I'm Tony, the craft beer gooner. And he's not only eating your cookies, there's Jose. <laughs> well, that was That's one of the that, that 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 most, euphemism. most awkward uh, intros. <laughs> kind of want to almost restart the, the whole show, but we'll keep going. Fuck it. Let's keep, we'll do it live. So, uh, Jose, why don't you tell everybody what beers we're going to be drinking tonight? Uh, okay. wait, this is a special holiday edition. Exactly. So most of all these beers are holiday related. Um, it's that time of the year and the festivities the where we holiday uh, season where we like to add all spices and um, nutmeg into our brew. Um, so let's uh, head this off. Let's see. First one, Chanuka Hanukkah past the beer <laughs> by Hebrew Brewing, uh, brewed in New York. It's a dark ale brewed with chocolate. Who brewed it? Hebrew. Who? Hebrew. He who? Hebrew. Yeah, what's his name? Hebrew. Oh, okay. Hebrew. Who's on second? Yeah. What's on first? Okay, so... What's uh, our second beer? What's our second beer? Nope. nope. Oh, okay. Um, I only put them in order for you, Jose. <laughs> oh, okay. We're already <laughs> off the rails. Noel de Calabaza. Special ale by Julie Pumpkin. Julie Pumpkin. Funky Buddha. Coquito. You know it's Coquito. I know it's Coquito. You fucked it up on purpose. And Sandy Claus by Avery. All right. So go ahead, tell us about that first beer. All right, so... So, you know, we always have Christmas beers on the show around this time of year. I figured it's time to represent... Hanukkah as well. So uh, I brought in Hanukkah, Hanukkah, past the beer. It's spelled two different ways, but however you spell it. This uh, is the beer for you. This is the beer for you if you are Wait, hold, shut the front door. C-H-A-N-U-K-A-H is Hanukkah also? Yeah, that's that's if you want to do like the more Hebrew pronunciation of Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Yeah. Okay. Um you know, because you learn here on Beer Bros and BS, you're basically you know just translating it from Hebrew, so it's there's not really a proper English spelling. But but, but who's he? Hebrew? Who brewed? Um, it's Moses. I don't. Know. Oh. Uh, so anyway, this is um you know it's under the Hebrew brand of beers. Uh, it's actually by Schmaltz Brewing Company, and uh, as Jose said, this is a dark ale brewed with chocolate, and it's eight uh, percent ABV. Eight. Oh, it hides it decently well. Yeah, it's very similar to um, 
Well, Wells Double Chocolate is it? It's almost that style where it's uh, the the chocolate is like very bitter, but it, it doesn't have that stout. Um, like I don't think it's a stout. It doesn't have that. that yeah, it's a little bit more smoky. Like yeah, it's a little smoky, chocolatey, a little boozy. Does it just a little? Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, I don't really get that much booze. Um, if you told me that what has more booze, either this or highlight, I would definitely say highlight. Highlight like seven, <laughs> seven six. So okay, I, I don't know why you're comparing it to highlight, Jose. Because it's they're both liquid and have alcohol. Exactly. I stand corrected. There you go. No, but I've had more other 8% beers that actually don't hide the alcohol as well as this one. Well, happy Hanukkah, guys. Happy Hanukkah, Hanukkah. Wachim. Hanukkah. So, you know, normally we get to do uh, some Would You Rather, and because this is a year-end show, holiday special, I wanted to know, would you guys rather... Be covered in Christmas lights or Christmas tinsel? The fuck is Christmas tinsel? <laughs> it's the like little strips of silver that some people put on Christmas trees. Maybe carcinogenic, maybe not. Oh, I'd rather be covered in that shit. Yeah, I think I would too. Like fuck Christmas lights. Sometimes they there's a broken bulb, and I've gotten shocked by those pieces of shit yeah, so many times. It's shocked or like they poke you, right? Like I've seen online somebody uh, actually try to make um for his um like a little like bathing suit or i guess underwear out of christmas yeah, lights yeah and that. yeah they and when he turned zapped. it on he got zapped in the right in the square in the nuts <laughs> um yeah that's that's not me i rather wear talk about you know chestnuts roasting on an open fire Ew. which trivia question trivia um in spanish or at least down here in miami we call them cola de gato which really literally means cattails Okay. Did, did not know that. Christmas lights, that's what... No, 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 the, the tinsels. <laughs> the tinsels are cattails? Yeah, the isn't the thing that you wrap around the Christmas tree that's, like, all, like, shiny and stuff? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh. So, uh, let me ask you guys. Would you rather be able to fly like a reindeer, or you can create a snowman that can speak? Create a snowman that can speak. I love Olaf. <laughs> I think creating a snowman that could speak would not do you much good in South Florida. So I'd go with uh, being able to fly like a reindeer. Well, well I mean, I assume we're talking to, about like Santa's to, reindeer. Yeah, I know, but being able to create reindeer. a snowman down here in South Florida is already a miracle in itself. Yeah, so, so. But obviously there's some sort of magic involved and you'll be able to, uh, he'll be able to exist. <laughs> it's like, yeah. he can speak. What can he say? I'm melting. <laughs> I mean, he'll be able to... Uh, and then I would just recreate you, so I can... For the sole purpose of just putting my beers inside your body. He could literally be a cellarman. Working in a cooling AC field. Okay, so... HVAC. So it's a, it's a snowman that Se- never melts. Yeah, he secretly... There's magic there, yes. He secretly lives inside the Wawa uh, walk-in freezers. <laughs> I mean, I guess... That, but what if, he, what if he's a dickhead? You know, what if he like created this talking snowman and he's a jerk? You know, then I throw him with a hair dryer. Oh, but what if he impales me with a nice pick? Mm. Wasn't there, wasn't there like a movie about like this evil killer snowman, like Jack Frost or something? 
Yeah, what if it was like that? That's kind of scary. I'll just just fly around like I'm a flying reindeer. But your legs have to be moving. It's the power of flight, guys. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I can only imagine uh, Tony up there in the sky like. (laughs) (laughs) His legs kicking. Whatever. I'm I'm still fucking flying. Would you rather have Christmas tinsel for hair or Christmas lights for fingernails? That's easy. You know, tinsel for hair, because then, you know, <laughs> I don't have any hair now, so. <laughs> Ooh. Would it be, what color tinsel would it be, by the way? Uh, silver, I guess. Yeah, right? Is there anything other than Yeah, there silver? is the magenta ones or red Yeah, I guess you can, you know, put on your tree and have it different colors. But no, I'd do the silver one. I'd, I'd have some kind of, like, you know, cool Lady Gaga style going on. Would you rather have, um, would you rather swim in a pool of eggnog? Or if you're so inclined, coquito. Or a pool of warm cocoa. I would go with probably the cocoa. I'm not a fan of eggnog. Really? But eggnog. If, we're, if, if we're doing like Christmassy drinks, how about a pool of glue vine? Like mold wine. Oh, mold wine. Yeah. What about glog? Yeah, that too. Will there be one above all that, that you'd prefer? Yeah, I'd do the the glue vine, the mold wine. Any specific reason? Because it's delicious. No, I do the eggnog. <laughs> Definitely do the eggnog. Not a fan of eggnog. Dude. No, no. I think you need a mature your taste. You definitely need one of those lampoon glasses too. <laughs> the moose. Would you rather have hair and a beard like Santa, or be totally bald? <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Meanwhile, inside Tony's like, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> as soon as you said that one about tinsel, I was like, "Well, he's not gonna like that other one." Then. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I uh, have hair and beard like Santa. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, you know, then you'd uh, you'd win first prize at like all the Santa look-alike contests and stuff. Because you do have hair and beard like Santa. And then, would you rather have an elf be alive in your house, or have Santa watch you as you sleep? Is, is this a good elf? It's an elf. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's like it's, a Santa's elf, right? It's like dogs. There are no bad dogs. They're just bad... Ooh, is this a female elf? I'm sure it could be arranged. My wife wouldn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> she would feel threatened by a tiny elf. Seriously, your wife is like six foot. So. True. Um, I, think that I think your cats would be more interested. <laughs> That's true. It might not be wait, good, wait, but, good news oh, for the elf. <laughs> wait, how how tall are these elves? Like, what time? Well, it's it's not a Lord of the Rings elf. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a like Christmas a elf. Santa's workshop elf. Oh. Yeah. Hey, what's going? Let's go, guys. <laughs> I guess it was Santa watching me. It's- I mean, doesn't Santa watch everyone all the time anyway? Like, otherwise, how, how does how does he know if you're naughty or nice? I don't think he watches the atheists. And he, he sees you when you're sleeping, Dave. He knows when you're awake. Well, he, he knows, knows when you're awake. He doesn't watch you when you're awake. Yeah, but well, wasn't the question like, "Heaven wants you sleeping"? Yeah. He knows when you're spanking it. I guess if he just watches me sleep, you know, he's not going to see anything because I'm sleeping. He knows if what. So too much info at the Sanita household. Uh, so, so he doesn't. He doesn't watch me when I'm awake. 
He just knows when you're awake. He just knows, but he doesn't know yeah. what I'm doing or anything. Yeah, fuck it. He can watch me sleep. I'm just sleeping. He knows if you've been passed out or not. <laughs> and finally, would you rather unwrap a gift filled with spiders or have Santa as your roommate for five years? Santa as my roommate for five years. <laughs> Go. He's going to always be there except one night a year. Exactly. And he's going to be like, make more fucking toys. <laughs> he's going to have a lot of people coming in and out of your house. I hate fucking spiders. There's going to be a lot of fucking reindeer. I'd imagine it would be a lot of crap that they uh, would uh, produce. Uh, so he's like keeping the reindeer inside your house too? And- well, not have- inside, but outside. You have... Uh, you can never get to your mail because everybody's fucking mailing him all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a, that could be a problem. What was the other one? Or you open. Uh, open a gift filled with spiders. Once? Yeah. So you would get the, the new um, Arsenal third kit, but when as soon as you open it, spiders everywhere. Yeah, so... Just feel blessed What if at that I'd- point. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, actually, the the box of spiders is probably a better gift at this point. <laughs> can I can I take the gift out into like an open field and just open it there and have the spiders? Just but you don't know it's going to be full with spiders. That's the whole point. Yeah, it could be, and could be that that gag gift that your wife gave you. Uh, are they poisonous spiders? No. They're just, you know, normal Oh, if they're normal spiders. spiders they're okay, de- uh, daddy long legs. Oh, no. Oh, then yeah. I'd take that. Yeah, I'd okay. take that. No, but there there's was... 200 of them. That's fine. Yeah, it's like as soon as I open it, I'd be like, shit, I'd run outside. And, like, by the time I come back a week later, <laughs> they, will, <laughs> they will have dispersed. <laughs> they will disperse, and they're, now they're fucking all over inside your house making spider webs. Having mm-hmm. a crazy Christmas orgy. Spider boner. Hashtag spider boner. Well, hashtag Spider-Man. If it's, uh, you know, it, worst comes to worst, you can call an exterminator. Right? You can fix it. Aww. <laughs> and I guess that brings us to our next beer of the night. Which is, which one, Jose? Noel de Calabaza. <laughs> like how you're giving it the, the Spanish pronunciation? Of course. Is it from Spain again? No, it's from Michigan. Jolly Pumpkin. It's a special beer that they release uh, once um, once a season, uh, namely for the end of the year. Deep mahogany and multi-layered hops. So they released this um, at the end of the year, and they wish you Merry Christmas. I'll taste. So it is a sour. Which means I like it. I guess it's kind of like a like a wintry sour, right? Um, kind of get like crisp, some citrus, like orangey, lemony um, character. Um, it's, it's definitely not a style you expect in the end of the year. Yeah, it's it's uh, aged in oak barrels, so it kind of helps out the. The flavor of it. Yeah, you, you definitely wouldn't expect it, this style at the end of the year, and definitely not from Michigan. Hmm. Although, you, you know, Jolly Pumpkin are known for their sour. You know, like thinking about the reason I keep thinking, you know, bringing up the glue vine um, is 
um, you know, like, so Danette and I went and had Glühwein in Germany over Christmas a couple years ago, and she made it um, at home the other night for her Christmas party. And so it's like you mix like red wine, a little white wine, some brandy, and then some different spices and, and orange. Um, and it comes out super nice. I think this, like if you added like some, like some spices like cinnamon and nutmeg, you get like sort of a glühwein taste for this mm. too. It might be good. Oh, so I guess that's where the inspiration comes from to make it now here at the end of the year. Yeah. They say fruit and spice. So I guess that's why they, that this has fruits and spice. I guess that's why they consider it like a winter ale type of yeah, maybe deal. That's kind of what they're. What they were trying to do or thinking about. So for the Miami Minute, um, every area has their own Christmas and holiday traditions. Um, I want to ask you guys, what is your favorite or least favorite thing about holidays in Miami? Burning Christmas trees. (laughs) And coincidentally, setting the... The basketball court in your backyard and then having it explode and then having to refill it. So is that your favorite thing or least favorite thing? It's my favorite thing, actually. Okay. Um, minus maybe the basketball court exploding, almost killing our host, but. Weren't you the host? Well, I was the host in my house, but the host of the podcast, uh, Dave over here, I almost oh, killed gotcha. him yeah, well, that night. I almost lost my feet that night. Yeah. I had to throw those shoes away because they hadn't melted. <laughs> you know, you, you don't usually see shoes melt, but yeah. So PSA: do not do not put Christmas trees and light them on the concrete on the ground. Yeah, well, words of the wise: like don't start fires or don't start fires on concrete. on top of concrete because it will expand and it will explode all over your guest. Okay, that's a holiday thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, burning Christmas trees is always my holiday thing. Um, we, we always uh, have our friend collect Christmas trees that are dumped at the end, uh, around New Year's. They start dumping them, and we just collect them, and then we make one huge bonfire. Uh, just put them on a shopping cart or, or something that's sustainable because... Or on the grass? Or on the grass. Uh, well, just make sure that you have water also by your side because when you burn a Christmas tree, uh, for those that haven't burned one yet, um, the flames are actually quite high. It's very combustible. Um, and it's over quick. And it's over quick. But it makes a good time for when it gets down to chilly 50 degrees down here <laughs> in Miami. All four hours of it. Yes. Well, for me, like, I'm not Hispanic. But what I love about like Christmas time in Miami is like Cuban Noche Buena, which is mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. And usually, um, you make a pig, lechon, um, in a caja china or a Chinese box. Like you put the pig underground and mm-hmm. cook it underground. And when it comes out, it's the most delicious thing. And I look forward to that. It is so delicious. Yes. So if you're outside of Miami and you don't know about lechon in the caja china, Make some friends with the Cuban family in Miami and come down for Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. You won't regret it. Yes. Least favorite. Least favorite. I would have thought that you guys might have said something about the traffic. Well, I mean. No, there's traffic every day. Fuck it. No, but that traffic dies down a lot. I would say least favorite is when you like have to go to a store. Like you have to make a target run or you have to go to the mall. Like 
to pick up something and you know it's going to suck because there's going to be 10,000 people there and the parking is going to be assholes yeah. by default. Yeah, that's just the worst. Like they should have like Uber Eats but for you know buying things. Gifts, yeah. It's cold. Yeah, I was going to say you know what they should do is like you should be able to like go online and order things and they deliver them to your house. Like that would be a good business model. Like Prime Now. That you know someone should come up with the service. With that idea. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a brilliant idea just now on the podcast. But you know what I mean? Sometimes you like you have to go get something, right? You have to go to the the physical store for whatever reason and it's just the worst. Least favorite thing. Uh No, it's These overall are a few of my least favorite things. things. Uh, when the uh when you can't find, when you can't like when regular businesses that should be open are not open. How dare they be closed on Christmas? No, and but, New Year's Day, assholes. No, but when you're dealing with things like, uh, for instance, uh, not not my situation, but like buying a house or like um, resolving resolving something at work, like. Um, name change or like if you got married or just any anything you that's just clerical wait, wait though like a day uh, no you can wait like a week because usually people are off on that whole to week. do a name change pretty sure you can submit it on the 26 yeah i mean that's why it's like it's a minute it's minute thing but it's just that you have to take into account that all your ducks are in line. How often are you changing your name? <laughs> I'm not changing my name, is, but is it? for instance, I just got a new job. So, um, for instance, if I needed direct deposit, um, I would have to wait until next week or the following mm. week until like everything clears up because not that many people are there. So, how dare people take time off their families? I know during the holidays. During the holidays. Mm. Bah, humbug. Some people. <laughs> exactly. No, but generally, yeah, there's nothing wrong with the holidays, really. So, so if I were to ask you... Um, what about you, Dave? What do you like and dislike? Hmm. I don't know. I, I never really think about these things. I just think about the question. <laughs> you just ask the question. Yeah. I'm just a pretty face. Um, I guess I have to say... I don't it's dead silence. <laughs> Put you on the spot What there. do I like? What don't I like? Having to make rounds. Things that you have to do because you have to do it. You know who who has to make rounds during the holidays? Santa. Yeah. He's got to go do all the rounds. Press F for him. Yes. Pay your respects. <laughs> Give him cookies. Give him milk. Or <laughs> and, <coquito>. booze. <laughs> and booze. And booze. Speaking of Coquito, send him nudes. Yes, speaking of which, why don't you go ahead and open that next beer, Jose? Uh-oh. As he hits the beer. Here, why don't you open this one, too? So, I brought a... Smells like Coquito already. Wow, it really does. Um... You guys, yeah, pour, pour from that one. Um, so, I've, I've, I've been so what is Coquito, Dave? I would say it's, if you if you are unfamiliar with it, we'll call it the Puerto Rican eggnog. Yeah. 
It's basically eggnog, rum, and uh, cinnamon and allspice. So very, very uh, similar to eggnog. And so this is a Coquito-inspired beer. Yes, yeah, so this is a Coquito-inspired um, inspired beer from Funky Buddha. Um, it's from their Mixology series. And I've been, it's a, I've been wanting to try something from them. They, they had a Manhattan beer, mm-hmm. like a, like the cocktail. Didn't get to try that. And I did see that they had a margarita, which is not like, I can't imagine it would be better than the, that margarita lime Bud Light. <laughs> that I couldn't even chug. That Bud Light lime. <laughs> um, however, this is a, Cream ale with natural flavors, um, cocktail inspired and barrel aged, coming in at a whopping eleven point four percent. And I think pretty, it's pretty high for a cream ale. Yeah, and I have to say, you know, surprisingly, I don't like many cream ales. This one's not bad. Yeah, they they got the the flavor down pretty good. Um, not so much the consistency, you know, but. I, I well, how the hell are you going to do eggnog on a beer? Unless you put egg beer on an eggnog. Yeah, you'd have to use like a lot of lactose or something or make yeah, it a stout exactly. or whatever. Um, I'm sorry, this should be technically called an imperial cream ale made with coconut, cinnamon, vanilla, lactose, and aged in Caribbean rum barrels. It, you definitely get the rum, though. So, yeah. which is the nice part. Like, mm-hmm. So... It, yeah, but it's not overpowering. It's it, you know, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's, it's, I mean, the, it's well balanced. It's, it's aroma is is a little over, overpowering, but yeah, you, it does smell boozy. But it doesn't taste as boozy as it smells, right? Yeah, you you do yeah. get it, but it's it's nicely balanced with the other flavor. Exactly, and technically, it's still beer. So technically, it's not. Like a bar can like sell this and not have to have a liquor license and be like, "Hey, we have coquito." <laughs> well, I wouldn't say you have coquito. I say you have funky Buddha coquito. Yeah, but put funky Buddha like and then yeah. coquito. Yeah, exactly. You put like we have coquito beer. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> like no, those, it's like those bars nice. that say like free beer tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I um, wanted to ask you, what was your favorite beer of the year? Looking back on this year. And what specifically are you looking forward to next year? Damn, this is actually a tough one. You would think that I had a, had yeah. a, might have asked you earlier. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't actually think about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get back to you, Jose. Yeah. How are you, Tony? Um, well, I know what my favorite beer of 2019 was, and that was blueberry lemon cake from Spanish Marie. Wow. Yes. Um, that was pretty good, yeah. Did you have it? Yeah. That was spectacular for me. Like it was a pastry Berliner blueberry, and it tasted, you know, just like. Which is funny to hear that style. Yeah, um, you know, like blueberry lemon cake with cinnamon and just like really sugary and sweet. But you got the you got the lemon, you got the blueberry. It was just uh, off the charts, full of flavor. That beer. was the one that was like deep, deep, deep red. Yeah, like maroon. Yes, um, you know, yeah, it was like gorgeous color too. Um, you know, I, I went back for that beer like a couple times. Um, and I was just like blown away by that one. So, um, 
you know, like 2019 was it was a big year for Spanish Marie. They yeah. um, they had their you know first year anniversary. Uh, they opened a brand new tap room. If you haven't been, you know, in, in a little while, they um, it, they quadrupled, yeah. quintupled their size. Yeah, it's you know they've it's the next block over. So it's at the same spot, but it's like just like a block over in that little office park. And now they have like a a you know much bigger like speakeasy kind kind of like themed tap room. Well, I guess it was speakeasy t- before, but now it's mm-hmm. like a lot. That was uh, the front. And yeah. This is the. Yeah. This is the actual one. And it's, you know, just like really nice. And, you know, um, I'm really happy for those guys. And, um, yeah. So that was, that was my favorite beer this year. What was your favorite beer of the year? What they? Actually, um, it wasn't too long ago. I had, uh, King Fox's, um, the, I believe it's called the, the Sludge. Um, uh, it, he released a new Imperial Stout. I've always been a, a fan of that. And it's actually nice to see, like, some people, like, start to make again, like, the thicker, like, Imperial Stouts. Uh, I know Wakefield actually made another one called the Dark, Dark Side of the Moon, I think it was called. Um, but yeah, um, I'm just looking to forward to another resurgence of, like, a thick, thickness again. Um, I know Wakefield, uh, just did their thick, um, Did you uh, say you have a sickness for the thickness? Yeah, I do have a s- <laughs> sickness for thickness. You're down with the thickness? Yes, I am down with the thickness. Um, Wakefield has actually um, been carrying that banner for a long time, and I hope that they continue to do that as well. Um, and other breweries, because I, I really miss the thick, thick, heavier um, set um, Imperial Stouts like that the old Cigar City used to have. We can get that for you. You like that thick? Oh, yeah. Real thick. Oh yeah, that thick, thick. Oh yeah. So let me ask you guys then: What are you looking forward to next year? Like beer wise in twenty twenty, anything. We're open. We're open to anything. Traveling, Tony. I will be traveling, Mister Worldwide. Yeah. Um, What's your big trip? We're uh, we're gonna go to the Netherlands in April. Um, for about a week and a half. Uh, in May, we've got um the the year's mystery trip. Uh, so I don't know where we're going. Danette's planned something. We take turns every year planning a, a trip for the other person. Um, so I'm excited to see where we end up going then. Um, and then I, we're thinking to, to close out the year in December, uh, going to England and hopefully see the Arsenal. The Arsenal what? Play a football match? Oh, it's a football oh, match. I thought, yeah. Oh, I thought it was a com- arsenal of like the military arsenal. Or- I thought it was a comedy show. <laughs> See, it's both in one. Sick burn. Why would you torture her that way? Because she wants to see the comedy show. <laughs> uh, actually, she she's uh, mostly excited to see um, the um, Warner Tony- Brothers Studios Harry Potter uh, World of Harry and, Potter. That and Tony be excited about arsenal. And uh, what about you, Jose? What are you looking forward to? Actually, I've been planning to take my son to maybe a college basketball game, like at the at University of Miami basketball game for the first time, maybe. You know, it's a nice environment to take, like, a toddler. Uh, it's not too noisy. It's indoors. It's air-conditioned. So, Except for the end of each each half. <laughs> no. Yeah, that kind of kills it. So. <laughs> also, but, he's not going to know what's going on. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe I'll wait till next year. <laughs> you know what would be good to take them? The following year. To a Division Two soccer match in Miami 
Or there you go. That's a Division One. That's something to look forward to next year. You know, Inter Miami oh, is going to start their inaugural season. Uh, yeah. The Miami FC is now going to be playing, like re-promoted to the Division Two. Division Two. USL. So they're playing their games again at um, Ricardo Silva Stadium at FIU. So we're going to have like two soccer teams in South Florida. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, I've been probably more more Miami FC games than probably any of you guys ever met. I think it's kind of funny. Oh, not funny. I find it not admirable. That's not the word. I I I I, I find it odd that the they named the stadium after the owner. <laughs> Do you know any other sports team that that plays a professional sport yeah. and a stadium named after the owner? Well, Joe yeah. Bobby Stadium was like that for um, for a the while. Cowboys. They practically name it Jerry's World. I think that's, that's not the official name, though. Yeah. I know. It's not the official name. But, I mean, it might as well be Jerry's World. That's because he's a megalomaniac. And yeah. You know, it's because most stadiums now, they sell the naming rights to make, you know, some extra cash. But not in soccer. Yeah. Is it that right? Seminole Hard Rock Stadium. I was going to say, you, you hear the... The drums, the war drums in the, in the distance, undefeated, unconquered. Dolphins, dolphins. <laughs> All right. So actually, yes, actually, I am actually looking forward also to the dolphins miraculously making good choices on their draft picks <laughs> next year with um, all the well, draft picks. You, you hope. You don't have long to wait because that draft's coming up. Yep. And with that said, we're going to give an opportunity to our beer bros who couldn't be in studio tonight. JJ the Metal Chef. Let's hear what they have to say. JJ the Metal Chef here. Lots of great beers in 2019, but I'm going to have to give my best beer of the year to Spanish Marie Brewing for their Blueberry Lemon Cake Berliner. Absolute fucking fire. And can't wait for the next batch coming up soon. And as for 2020, uh, just anything from any of the local Florida breweries, lots of new ones popping up here in Orlando, so I'll be sure to let you beer bros know how those go, and I'll be seeing you kids at Wakefest 2020. Okay, welcome back, guys. So, uh, did you hear that Utah recently changed their beer law? How so? So in Utah, they had to water down their beer to have it at maximum of, I believe it was 3%, um, 3.2%. So when I took a, a trip, a road trip with my buddies up to Nebraska to see the, the Hurricanes play, um, we went to quickly across the country. We, we stayed at Kansas and then we went cross country to, to, to Nebraska, passing by uh, Utah, we went to a Walmart, and they actually had beer there, but all of it was three percent. So they, by law, they had to water down their beer until it's actually three percent by volume or less. So you had Bud Light Platinum, which is normally seven percent, they had to water it down to three. So we quickly got on our cars, went over to the state lines, and just bought beer there. So they recently got rid of this ridiculous law that you can't brew over a um, certain percent of alcohol. Woo-hoo. And because of that, Utah 
had to throw away thousands of gallons of beer that were watered down. Well, I mean, I guess it's beer, but it's hard to really be too broken up about, you know, all this, like... Yes, but the fact beer. that they had to actually recollect all of this beer from all of these stores, Walmart, and all these distributors, and actually just process them, break them down, throw them away, and recycle, obviously, the contents. It was a big undertaking, so... Recycle the contents? Yeah, the... Not the contents, the, <laughs> the, the container. Just I'm the sorry. barrels, okay. Um, but congrats to Utah out there um, to actually getting better beer. And beer that was actually meant to be drank at uh, the proper alcohol level that was meant to be. Yes. Now you and all your wives can have good beer. Yes. Thank you for listening, all of you. <laughs> the views of, uh, of the Craft Beer Gunner do not reflect that of Beer Bros BS sponsors or affiliates. I'm just messing with you, Utahns. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Utahns. Sounds like something you'd sleep on. <laughs> Hey, yeah. hey, can I sleep on the Utah in the, in the basement? <laughs> you got a couch, but I got a Utah you can sleep on. Oh, jazz. How did the, how the fuck are they doing the Utah jazz? They relocated from New Orleans. Ah, yeah, which is, here we go. Which is hilarious, right? You know, New Orleans known for its jazz. But when the New Orleans jazz relocates to Utah, they just kept the name Utah jazz because of, you know, all the jazz that Utah. It's the same thing from the, from the Lakers. That's true, yeah. Just like, you know, Los Angeles, home to the stars and celebrities, known for their... <laughs> their 10,000 lakes, evidently. They came from Minnesota. Ah, okay. Now now things are starting to make sense with the NBA. And then there's some that just kind of work, like... Uh, Washington Bullets. I'm just thinking, like, like, NFL, like the Colts, can be anywhere. So Indianapolis. You, or Rams. What about the Oilers? Well, you change your name to the Titans and yeah, you slap a new name on it and this bad boy can fit zero trophies in that <laughs> team. <laughs> so, so how do you feel? Like, if a team moves, should they should they keep their name or should they, you know, change their name to be more representative of the new destination? I guess it depends on the name, though. Like it, if the original name is you know something that's like for instance Miami Dolphins the, if they go to Las Vegas yeah you know Las Vegas Dolphins <laughs> like there's not even a sea what body of water any sense it'd be yeah. ridiculous mm, I, I guess that that would be a good time to change the name or like but the can Utah I, Jazz <laughs> can I can I ask yourselves to do to do please do me this favor for yourselves. Nobody's ever, you know, I'm sure you haven't come across in, in your daily life a picture of a baby dolphin. No. But please. Google baby dolphins. Google baby dolphins. Oh, my God. God's creatures. Are they as cute as Baby Yoda? I would dare say cuter. What? Because they're real. Exactly. Are you saying that Baby Yoda's not real? You can't it's- buy... <laughs> they're not. It's not real until May 2020. It's not real until there's a uh, uh, merch merchandise. Yeah. So speaking of Baby Yoda, um, my topic this week is uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Uh, we went up to um, Galaxy's Edge, 
which is the new Star Wars uh, area at Disney World, the Hollywood Studios. Uh, so it was myself, JJ, and uh, Jose. We all went. Um, Danette went too, and uh, Issa well, actually went as well. And let me tell you guys, well, you already know Jose, but let me tell the listeners that you have to go to Galaxy's Edge if you're at all a Star Wars fan, because it's the coolest friggin' place. I've had people that aren't even Star Wars nerd and be like blown away by it. Yeah, it's it's super cool. Um, and and PSA, um, if you go to Galaxy Galaxy's Edge, and as soon as you step in foot into the park, please do the onboarding for the ride. Yes. So the the new ride is called Rise of the Resistance, and in order to ride it. You've got to be set up on the Disney app, the My Disney Experience app. And as soon as you like enter the park, you can, you know, put yourself in a boarding group for the ride. You, you know, and definitely do this first thing when you get there. Um, in fact, get there like, you know, as early as possible. Um, like how, the, how early is that? So we went in like what at 630? So like if, if you look up the hours of the park, um, it opens at 9 a.m. But, you know, that's, that's like what's posted there. But we got there at like 7.15 and the park was already open. So there's like Disney groups or whatever that you can Google to find out like what they're doing. Um, but, you know, to find out like what time they really open. Um, but basically, you know, the, the best advice would be just to get, get there like as early as possible. Um, maybe seven fifteen, seven thirty, or or earlier if you're you're able to, so that you can reserve the Rise of the Resistance because it is seriously the coolest ride slash experience in a theme park that we've ever done. What's the closest ride to that? Clo- like the to compare it to? It's hard to say um, because like it's it's got like like three or four separate parts of it. And each part is different. So I would say like one part is kind of like, um, you know, like a motion simulator, like, um, star tours or like the body tours, <laughs> body, body wars. Or body that, war, if yeah. you remember that one or, uh, um, what was the other one I was going to say? Like the, the Pandora one, the flight of passage, you know, something like that where it's like, you know, then there's another part where um, it's like you're kind of like walking through a, a part of it. And then there's another part where you're on a ride and the ride goes through it. So it's like you're you're in a vehicle and you go through the through the thing. So that that's more like the, the Spider-Man ride in Universal or the Transformers ride, like going through a path. Right. Um, but I don't want to give too much away. Just suffice to say, like, so you say that that is the way. <laughs> that is the way there's, you know, just like there's several parts of it. It's like a 20 minute or so experience wow. and it's, you know, it's like jaw dropping. Yeah. What they've done with it. Like it's so yeah, no spoilers here, but so, yeah, it's yeah so, so don't miss the rise of the resistance. And, and, you know, if that's the only thing you do, it will be worth it. Um, but there's also the, um, smugglers run, which is where you get to fly inside the millennium Falcon, which is also like super cool. If you're a star Wars geek like me, um, you know, you get to try uh, try to get the most coordinated person to be the driver's seat. God, I, I was the driver's <laughs> seat for one of them. It was so bad. Was yeah, bad. you're you're randomly assigned to be either a pilot, a gunner, or an engineer. Um, the the pilot one is the the most fun one 
I think, that followed by Gunner and then Engineer. Um, you mean, I like Engineer. Don't, don't you mean Guna? <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually Gunner this time. Um, um, no, no, I like being the Engineer. I just like touch shit. And yeah, the Engineer, you just push buttons when they light up. It's not very exciting. Yeah, uh, but nobody screams at you because <laughs> you, you can't find the, the, the turbo button. Do you have an often problem finding the turbo button? Yes, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I guess it depends on how coordinated you are at like video games or something, or at driving, <laughs> or <laughs> Miami person here. Um, yeah, so watch out when Jose is uh, behind the wheel. Another another PSA of the Millennium Falcon, or you know, a car. But um, dry short distances. <laughs> what else? There is um, the the Oga's Cantina, which you can also reserve on the um, on the app, the oh, Disney yeah, app. That's super cool. Like, if you ever wanted to go into, like, the the cantina from the original Star Wars movie, the Mos Eisley Cantina, this is, like, a similar type of thing. Isn't that yeah. never been a hub of more villainy? Why would you want to go there? You know, maybe you're... What are you looking maybe, at, freak? Maybe you're the type of person that belongs in such a place. Um, but, you know, they really... Yeah, we lost our shit when they played the cantina song <laughs> inside the cantina. Oh. But, yeah, they had a lot of... A uh, few drinks, um... One of them was the, the 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 one that makes your lips tingly. Yeah, so like the the cocktails are like they're like space cocktails or whatever. Like one of them, it's it's poison for humans. So when you when you drink it, your lips will get numb and tingly. No, no shit, your lips do get numb. Like seriously, but that one's like a citrusy kind of drink. It was cool. Then they have another one. That's, I think they just put like anesthesia in, like in the foam or something like that. Like they've got one that's like they put like some dry ice in it, so it like you know it's all smoky or whatever when you get it. And they have all they kinds have of- one that's a shot that's called uh, jet fuel. Yeah, that that shit will kick your ass. <laughs> the thing is that they only let you have two drinks because an idiot like me will probably try to have <laughs> jet fuel twice and we'll try to have like everything on the menu and yeah and yeah you're not gonna make it. How are they priced? Um, I mean, Disney they price. are yeah Disney prices, so they are you know pricier than normal. I think I think the drinks were like between like twelve, 12 and eighteen, yeah, twelve or, no th- not, twelve not, and fourteen, like not terrible. Yeah. yeah, they're not terrible, but it's like getting a drink inside a a sporting event. Okay, it's the equivalent. Um, um, they also had the frosties. The tequila frosties or rum frosties, so yeah, that so was, you can that get was nice. uh, the blue milk or the green milk. Mm. Um, so the, those are outside the cantina. That's just at like a stand. Um, so just milk, or they're kind of like slushies, like alcoholic slushies, like you get at like Fat Tuesdays or what, okay. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, there's like everywhere there's like uh, you could pretend you're you know you're Luke Skywalker on Tatooine drinking your blue milk. Although the green milk, all, was all the, the employees are always like one. on like. In character. In character. Yeah. So, like, Tony was like, oh, this tastes like fruity pebbles. And then the person's like, what do you mean? What like, is that? What are fruity pebbles? <laughs> what are fruity pebbles? So <laughs> so you can get into it and be like, oh, like, well, on my world, this is a, you know, a breakfast item. Yeah. Uh, they actually do have uh, Arabish all over the place. So I was trying to translate Arabish. I'm trying to pick it up because apparently there's a lot of things in the Star Wars universe that are in Arabish that I missed out, apparently. Yeah, if, if you so if you really want to immerse yourself, you can download the Disney Play app and um, scan like various things around the park and, and like, translate them yeah. and like do little mini games and activate uh, different. Actually, you can actually activate different like uh, little uh, LEDs and like light sensors, and you can make some of the animatronics uh, actually start moving and when you like interact with them. So that's actually pretty cool, in my opinion. 
And the other cool things you can do if you want to drop some like more serious cash, uh, they've got the build a droid workshop. So Danette and I built our own droids. You know, they've got like all these like droid parts where you can put together your own like little BB-8 droid or your own little R2 type droid. But like you pick whatever color you like and you can have them be all different colors and uh, you can walk around with a little droid all day. Um, and they follow you or you got to control it? Um, they're like remote controlled. Um, you, you can't really like drive them around in the park, but just because it would be like they won't go fast enough and it's too crowded and everything. Yeah. Um, Somebody will kick your BB-8. Yeah. But um, they give you a little like carrying case or a backpack if you pay extra. And you can like kind of walk around with like having your droid in a baby Bjorn kind of <laughs> backpack. And they they actually re- react to things in the park and start beeping and things. Mm. So that's really fun. And uh, th- those are those are a hundred a hundred bucks the droids, um, but if you want to spend even more for two hundred, you can build your own lightsaber, which is the coolest friggin' thing ever. I built my own lightsaber, guys, and it was so cool. You know, there's a whole like scene that plays out, and no, and, and these these the parts the materials are are not like just scrappy plastic it's actual metal yeah like pieces yeah it's definitely like a good quality lightsaber that you're buying i'd like to see yours compared to mine mm. <laughs> which i bought outside on a different world mm. it's called megacon um yeah check it out but uh but yeah like it's a uh, you know like the the hilt of the lightsaber that whichever way you make it, it's going to be, you know, a nice, like sturdy, good, good weight, um, piece. Uh, you get to pick your own color crystal. You can pick a uh, blue, green, um, red or purple. And, um, you know, it like turns on and off. Like it goes like, and it makes all the sounds. And when you hit something, it does a psh or whatever. It's, so it's really cool. I have yeah, my own lightsaber now. It's, it's awesome. Um, were you were you the only one that got a lightsaber? No, JJ got one also. Yeah, I was I was in the background jerking off to experience. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was everything. That's everything we did, right? In the the Star Wars park, in there. Um, yeah. Um, apart from that, um, I went with JJ to go on my first roller coasters, like actual roller coasters. I went to SeaWorld and rode on Mako. That was that was life changing. That was the first time you were on a roller coaster? Of that magnitude, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's changed your life? You yeah. Ride more coasters? Yeah, I can ride more coasters. It wasn't too bad. So. Well, I mean, did did you just like endure it or you had fun? I kind of both. <laughs> kind of both. I mean, it's it's not every day you get dropped from 200 feet, so. Okay. Yeah, I guess we'll have to do Bush Gardens next and get you. Yeah, on exactly. Like Bush Gardens would be next. You see, God damn it, you're making me into a roller coaster <laughs> addict. <laughs> yeah, don't blame me. Blame JJ. Yeah. So you know, just in time for uh, Rise of Skywalker. You know, you um, you can check out Galaxy's Edge. I guess. Yeah. By the time you hear this, uh, just know that it hasn't been released yet. It's soon to be released, so there's no spoilers tonight. Woo. <laughs> Oh, this should be out before Christmas, which will means it'll already be out. Yeah, exactly. By the time so I hope you enjoyed the movie. Um, if you're listening to this, um, it seems by all the reviews that it's going to be a great movie. And watch the Mandalorian, please. It's it's actually pretty damn good. Yeah, the Mandalorian. Baby Yoda's forever. <laughs> yep. 
So before we end out the show, would what do you think this the the child came from? The um, the baby Yoda. I, I think that they cloned Yoda, and they had the the DNA. I think it's a clone of Yoda. I'm really hoping that it's no relation to Yoda. Oh, he's just like another member of Yoda's species. That you know, it's or a it's, rare species, but they happen to find a child of it. Or it's that Yoda banged the Mogwai and they came up with baby Yoda. <laughs> Gizmo. <laughs> and so I think I'll have to end a year on that. So uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> Yoda banged the gremlin. All right. The Mogwai. I mean, it's appropriate, right? Yeah. So thanks for listening to us this year. Uh, please continue to listen to us in 2020. Um, we're no longer on SoundCloud. So I had to delete that off the oh. the list of everything else. And w- Oh, we had a beer left. Why didn't you guys remind me? Oh, we were. Yeah. Okay. Go. Go ahead and All open right. that one. Yeah. We also didn't do what burns your bacon. So. Well, what burn? Okay. So let's do this, and then. <laughs> what we'll burns our- my bacon when you forget a beer that you were meant to drink on the podcast? So this is the final beer of the year. Yep. For beer bros and BS. Yeah. This one is um, from Avery, out in Colorado. Um, and this one is called Sandy Claws. It's uh, one of their barrel-aged series. You can definitely smell that and the cacao. So, like that powdered so chocolate. This, this is, is that mints? Yeah, this is an imperial stout with peppermint and yeah. chocolate there aged in bourbon barrels. And it clocks in at bum, 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 14.5% ABV. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah. Wow. Puts that, that 11, Wait, 11.5% coquito mm. to shame. Not too boozy for being 14. Wow. I really like that. Um, like, a lot of times, like, mint in beers, like mint stouts, are hard to get right. I've had, like, a lot of bad ones. But this one really does taste like, you know, chocolate peppermint. I would love to. Like a York? Turn Almost, this, yeah. Turn this into, like, a like a reduction. Put it on some, some ice cream. Yeah. Like a, like yeah. a float with this. would be dope. Oh, great way to end the year. Yeah. Uh, so what burned your bacon, guys, for this year? For the whole year? Oh, I just had a... Was there one over her? Yeah, my fucking car sucks. Your car burns your bacon. Eh, okay. My car burns my bacon. I, at the trip uh, for Orlando uh, going up there, coming back, there was not only engine failure, which I had to go to... A pet boy, um, ASAP to get it fixed. Going back, I also hit a fucking nail and had to get the tire plugged in my, by myself. I did a great job, um, the tire people said. And, but it's just that, you know what? After you buy your, like, buying a car is such a piece of shit because it just starts breaking down after you buy it after X amount of years. So that's why a lot of people lease. I know. So now that I have a closer job, maybe I can get back to leasing. Mm. Meh. I don't know. But and you always have a car payment. You never own it. Ah, oh, yeah, I know. So yeah, that that burns my fucking bacon. <clears throat> that you know, no matter how you fucking slice it, you either buy a car, or you lease it. It still fucking sucks. I don't know. I, I had a pretty good year. Uh, I was gonna say, you know, just for my weekly or you know. Single podcast burns my bacon. It's all these like memes that start with, I don't know who needs to hear this, but, and then the thing. 
If you, if you want to, if you want to make almost, a joke, just make al- the joke. This is almost related to your previous burns your bacon, where it's like no one, and then yeah, exactly. thing that it's like memes are getting like are declining on quality. They are. I I, I honestly feel and this. Thankfully, Baby Yoda okay, is our savior. Okay, boomer. <laughs> okay, here, listen, you little shit. <laughs> no, Baby Yoda is actually our meme saver right now for this year. Did we uh, just lose the podcast? <laughs> we dropped the recorder. Hopefully it's still going. Did you hit play? Or record? Bum, bum, bum. We're picking it up now. Come on. You can do it. And we're good. All right. All right. All right. So. Well, thank you for listening for yeah. this year. Uh, we appreciate all of you that listen and. Yeah, thanks for sticking with us in 2019. Hope you stick around. Have a prosperous new year. Yep. Um, it's been, I know it's been kind of bumpy. Um, we haven't been recording as often as we would like to. Um, but, but we should be, uh, recording at a new, uh, brew pub and hopefully a new brewery coming up in the new year. Yep. Stay tuned, guys. All right. Good night. Good night. Cheers. Cheers. Don't break any more glasses. No more glasses, please. Thanks for listening to another episode of Beer Bros and BS. Cheers. Beer Bros. Beer Bros. Beer Bros.